Welcome back to Becky All Daily, presented by Ben MGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you, continuing our look ahead to week three of the National Football League slate. And Joe, you mentioned uh, being a little surprised that we have two consecutive weeks of Monday night football, quote unquote, double headers. Where does uh, Chris Fowler and Dan Orlovsky rank <laughs> in your broadcasting team power rankings? Well, they've got to be higher than Mike and Mike and Mike. Remember when they did that? Mike, Mike, Mike? <laughs> no. Ditka yeah, and that. Greenberg? And, yeah, yeah, that was, was terrible. That was probably yeah. the worst. That was the worst. The one. chemistry was oozing. Yeah, so uh, I don't know who's broadcasting these tonight. So who gets the second game? So is one ABC no, and one Fowler, goes ESPN? Oh, it is. Oh, no. So they're ABC... doing the ESPN one. Yeah. They're doing the ESPN game, okay. and then Joe and Troy had the ABC game, which I believe is Steelers and uh, Browns. Are the Mannings still doing it? Has anybody? I didn't. I kind of forgot about it last week. I know some people were watching it. Oh yeah. But with Buck and Aikman, I just don't really think to turn on the Mannings. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Actually, it's a great point. No I Mannings to. tonight. No Mannings at all. Okay. No. So week one, Bills, Jets. Week four is next, Seahawks, Giants. Why Why is it like every third week are just intermittent? Like, why aren't they doing so this I, every time? That's part I of the reason I the don't turn it on. Average. I forget. I forget that it's yeah. on. I assume this week and next week it's because of the doubleheaders. But I do agree. Like, whenever you're trying to get someone to tune into something – like it's tough Consistent. to be like on such a sporadic yeah. schedule. But like, I'm honestly, assuming it's because they can. They can they can choose when they want to work. Right. <laughs> and the only reason I knew what was going on last <laughs> week is because of the clips <laughs> of uh Peyton for uh like reacting to the Rogers injury. Like that's the only mm-hmm. reason I knew it was on last week. Yeah. Because they showed up right. on social media. <laughs> Anybody care what John McEnroe has to say about a football game? He was one of their guests. No, why? Because he was one of their guests uh, last week. Like, I'm no. just wouldn't have known. He gets he gets opinionated for no good reason. Like he's good television. I I agree. Like if you were to just put his opinions down and put it in print, then I wouldn't read it. But he's just such a great television character. Like Charles Barkley is, for instance. Like he he also you know waxes poetic about anything he's just so good on tv that you can't help but watch it yeah yeah i remember the first time man i won't even say it i i learned what something meant by because uh mcenroe was screaming at it as a screaming it at a at a referee or whatever they're called uh when i was a kid watching i was like oh what does that mean that i learned I'm like oh okay <laughs> Yeah, I guess no. I guess he is, but I just can't imagine people tuning in for it. But yeah, either way, mm-hmm. they can do what they want. They can yeah. call their own shots because they have that power. Because because the, the TV executives are, will take anything that they're willing to give. Right? They'd rather have them than not. Right. Just to play like devil's advocate for a second, wasn't the criticism of the Mannings in the first year that like their shtick got old, like being on every week? So maybe the thought is to if they spread it out, it doesn't get as old by week. 13, 14, whatever. Keep it a little fresh. Yeah. Pick the spots uh, with good quarterbacks. I, I mean, I like get that. The Giants tie in week four. 
Although it's kind of fun yeah, when it's I... bad quarterback play because they're super critical. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, like <laughs> yeah, when the he game was, stinks... he was getting mad at Zach Wilson. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. When the game stinks, then isn't that doesn't that make you want to go to the Manning cast? You know, doesn't that make you even likelier to want to go to the Manning cast I because like you know it. they're going to be. You know, snide about it yeah. yeah ripping on them telling them what they're doing wrong how they would have done stuff differently if they're just like oh yeah he's great yeah yeah then it's a little boring i think it's better when they're bad well and another you are in luck. By the jets in week five okay. we have the jets and zach wilson and i do not believe that's flexible and the raiders so that's a nice week five game for the manning cast uh niners vikings in week seven that's got potential chargers jets in week nine although that might be awesome broncos bills eagles Broncos bills flexing these jets games out of there like that was broncos bills is great like what are you gonna say what is matt payton gonna say about russ and then josh allen has had you know people have been very frustrated with him beautiful early on yeah yeah Mm -hmm. No, I'm super Eagles, stoked. Chiefs Eli will I don't rip them. think I would watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eli don't, I don't care. <laughs> Eli. It, it, yeah. In in between Mexican beer commercials, Eli Manning will make some time to uh, spew some insults. I can't wait for that. <laughs> uh, speaking of week three here, Aaron, uh, and mm-hmm. speaking of the Jets, uh, Patriots are two and a half point favorites on the road, uh, you know, out in New Jersey. But this is what I love. If Vikings Chargers is the sicko game of the week, the total of 37 and a half and the under would be the sicko play of the week. Just because if this whole thing falls apart because of Zach Wilson, you know that Mac Jones can't score 38 on his own, right? Yeah, this is a tough one, honestly. I mean, I just think more and more it's becoming clear to me that Bill Belichick will not be successful, and it was all Tom Brady. I I am not high on this Patriots team, and obviously with the injury to Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson at quarterback, you've got the Jets. I mean, gosh, this is just a game I really want no part of. I have no idea what's going to happen here. But See, I'm, I'm the opposite. Either team. I love this game. Love this game. I love it that you have an 0-2 Patriots team that's favored by almost a field goal. I think we'll get to that field goal. Give me Belichick against Zach Wilson 100 times out of 100. So, I mean, I might go broke betting on this team, but give me the Patriots. Hmm. This may be one of our five favorite plays, Aaron, yeah. (laughs) I love this game. Yeah. I, I do too. I can't wait. I, I'm I am mad. All right, so Vikings Chargers, that's also in the early window as well as Jets Patriots. That's crap. Move the Vikings to, you know, the uh yeah, the, the Greg Olson, Kevin Burkhardt game. Like, come on, guys. I agree. So what's the what's the great NFC game? What do we have here? Listen, we we got Dallas or double digit favorite at Arizona. You got Kansas City, a double digit favorite against Chicago, like Come on. Yeah, the Minnesota-LA Chargers game should be later for sure. Yeah, you got to move something. Like, I get it's the Cowboys, but they're 12.5-point favorites, and they're probably covering it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're setting, a, you're, you're setting an A team up to talk about whatever without a Manning cast to save their bacon. 
This is not good, Aaron. Not good at all. <laughs> you are outraged. I agree. Outraged, they need to fix I say. It. Yes, they How, do. Uh, I guess they have time. Okay. So, so we had Denver-Washington playing yesterday. They scored a ton of points. But can those uh, offenses keep up with Buffalo? Uh, we got Washington playing Buffalo. We've got Denver playing Miami. How are they going to be able to keep up? Hmm. Good question. If Washington it, scoring it on Denver, Miami will be able to score on Denver. Yeah, right. This is the thing, though, Joe, is that with this Broncos secondary, yeah, Patrick Sertan's amazing. Absolutely he mm-hmm. is. But where's the depth? I mean, secondary is a weak link position. And if you can find a DB you can pick on, then that can lead to some big, big results and some lopsided results, Aaron. So I I look at this and I say, you think that Josh Allen can't find, or, you know, not that, but uh, you think that Tua can't find a weak link for Jalen Waddle to go nuts or Tyreek Hill Mm -hmm. can, can find the right matchup where he's going up against, you know, a safety, a linebacker who isn't as highly touted. Like, we've got two games here, but especially the Miami one that, that I'm circling, two games where it's that secondary and tertiary wide receiver who could get the century mark, go over 100 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, early look, I really like the Dolphins in this spot, hosting the Broncos. I know the Broncos are in a desperate situation right now, but this Miami team is really good. And as long as Tua is healthy, they can go places. I, I like it at six and a half. I mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised if we see seven. Ooh. What about uh what about by you? Buffalo's going there and they're they're touchdown road favorites. Are people think are people high on Washington and what because of yesterday's comeback? Yeah, I tried to dip into 106.7 The Fan this morning, and they, they weren't talking. They were talking about some different stuff because I was curious, you know, what the conversation was going to be like this morning on, you know, local sports talk radio. But I would think everyone's super high on them, you know, after what they were yeah. able to do. Uh, you know, Chase Young looked good. He's faced a lot of criticism. Uh, Sam Howell looked really good. So I think they're, you know, they sh- I think they'd probably be really high on them. Mm-hmm. But seven? Well, question for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a lot. And, yeah, it, I, I don't have a play on that yet. You know, run some numbers, see how I feel later in the week. But my question for you, Aaron, though, is with this commander's pass rush, which has looked fantastic uh, in long Drawn spurts Payne. so far this young season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Drawn Payne, all these guys. And, and you know, the health has also been really good. I look at this and say, if Josh Allen is facing that good of a pass rush and it's finally meeting expectations that we have set for them for the last few years, doesn't that mean the commanders can cover the seven just because you're not expecting a lot from Sam Howell if Josh Allen is constantly on his tail? Yeah, I mean, just it's obviously early. I need to look at it some more. But the other thing is just Josh Allen. We, you know, thought mm-hmm. he would probably bounce back, but the issue with him is the inconsistency. So now you face a really good commander's defense with a phenomenal pass rush. I'm not sure which version of him we're going to get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interception props. Yep. <laughs> 
feels like Maybe it's set up there. for that. Uh, the the Detroit numbers coming down against Atlanta. It was six. Mm-hmm. Then after yesterday, it goes down to four and a half. <laughs> Is that just look Detroit? The the deep, same old defense are giving up a ton of points like they did yesterday to Seattle. Or is that buying into Atlanta a little bit with their comeback win against the Packers, kind of figuring things out? Ritter looks better. He looks better than what we've seen. It's the latter. I think it's the latter. Yeah. And I would push back on the idea that Ritter – like, yeah, he made a couple of good throws, but this yeah. is going to be a problem all year long is the quarterback position for the Falcons. It's just that, you know, what was it? The last, the last team – that was better rushing than passing in terms of EPA was like more than 10 years ago with the Vikings. And what was it? Christian Ponder was the quarterback. Like it required really bad quarterback play and Adrian Peterson, if I'm not mistaken for the rushing attack to be better than the passing attack in terms of EPA for play. And guess what? We may be there with the Falcons. This may be a once in a Mm -hmm. decade kind of offense that we're staring down here and look, four and a half, like for an NFL spread, it's a lot, Joe. It, you know, it really is a lot. And I wonder if backing the Falcons is the play here just because if that rushing attack is just so reliable, we know what to expect out of Robinson and Algier. If that's the case and, you know, it's almost unstoppable, like it's at that level, you know, Lions can still win that game and maybe keep up in some sort of quasi shootout. It's just that four and a half is just too big of a number. That that line movement was wild on Green Bay Atlanta all week. Favorite kept flipping. And then yesterday, there's all this steam on the Falcons. It got out to three. So they end up winning the game for them as a favorite. But they don't cover the point spread. And now it's come down. You know what I think? It, being way too general, um, I, Atlanta might be a team where I'm if I'm getting more than a field goal, I'm probably going to be betting on them in a lot of these cases. Mm. But if it gets to a point where they're laying points, eh, they might be tough for me to back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Desmond Ritter, it was kind of like I loved the, the the touchdown pass to Drake London, but other times he just looks inexperienced. So I don't know if this is a situation where he's going to get better every week. Obviously really high on Bijan Robinson, but I'm still like jury's – I don't know. I don't know what what Desmond Ritter is yet. There's flashes that he could be good, and then other times I'm out on him. So that's kind of a wait and see. But uh, I was laughing when you first brought up this game. Did you guys see Ian McMillan? His two and O video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's so he's oh. so happy he, right now. I. I, I had him on early odds on Saturday, and I brought up Ritter, how it's going to be a problem if they fall behind in games by a couple of scores. How are you going to fight back? Oh, he wasn't having any of that. He went right to his 83% oh, really? completion percentage in game number one. Like, he doesn't see what we're seeing. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Don't do that, Ian. You're better than that, Ian. Come on now. Jeez. Take it fan. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight. That's right here on the BetQL Network.